just joining us. We read from the complete Jewish Bible, translation by David Stern. But our Haftarah and Brit Hadadash are readings from Hebrew roots, suggested readings. Dean Wheelock. By Dean Wheelock. From the Bight Shalom in Wisconsin. Thank you for all your assistance. Thank you for helping us on track. We've been following these readings for many years now, and we're thankful for all the direction that we've been blessed with. Amen. You could have done it better. Parashah 51, Deuteronomy 29.9-30.20 Today you are standing, all of you, before Adonai your God, your heads, your tribes, your leaders, and your officers, all the men of Israel, along with your little ones, your wives, and your foreigners here with you in your camp, from the one who chops your wood to the one who draws your water. The purpose is that you should enter into the covenant of Adonai your God and into his oath which Adonai your God is making with you today so that he can establish you today for himself as a people and so that for you he will be God. As he said to you and as he swore to your ancestors to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, But I'm not making this covenant and this oath only for you. Rather, I'm making it both for him who is standing here with us today before Adonai our God and also with him who is not here with us today. For you know how we lived in the land of Egypt and how we came directly through the nations you passed through. And you saw their detestable things and their idols of wood, stone, silver, and gold that they had with them. So let there be, let there not be among you a man, woman, family, or tribe whose heart turns away today from Adonai our God to go and serve the gods of those nations. Let there not be among you a root bearing such bitter poison and wormwood. If there is such a person, when he hears the words of this curse, he will bless himself secretively, secretly, saying to himself, I will be all right, even though I will stubbornly keep doing whatever I feel like doing so that I, although dry, sinful, will be added to the watered righteous. But Adonai will not forgive him. Rather, the anger and jealousy of Adonai will blaze up against that person. Every curse written in this book will be upon him. 
Adonai will blot out his name from under heaven. Adonai will single him out from all the tribes of Israel to experience what is bad in all the curses of the covenant written in this book of the Torah. In the next generation, your children who will grow up after you and the foreigner who arrives from a distant land see the plagues of that land and the diseases with which Adonai has made it sick and that the whole land has become burning sulfur and salt, that it isn't being sown or bearing crops or even producing grass, like the overthrow of Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, and Zavoyim, which Adonai overthrew in his furious anger. Then all the nations will ask, Why did Adonai do this to this land? What is the meaning of such frenzied, furious anger? People will answer, It's because they abandoned the covenant of Adonai, the God of their fathers, which he made with them when he brought them out of the land of Egypt. They went and served other gods, prostrating themselves before them, gods they had not known, and which he had not assigned them. For this reason the anger of Adonai blazed up against this land and brought up upon it every curse written in this book. And Adonai in anger, fury, and incest with indignation uprooted them from their land and threw them out into another land as it is today. Things which are hidden belong to Adonai our God, but the things that have been revealed belong to us and our children forever so that they can observe all the words of this Torah When the time arrives that all these things have come upon you, both the blessing and the curse which I presented to you, and you are there among the nations to which Adonai your God has driven you, then at last you will start thinking about what has happened to you, and you will return to Adonai your God and pay attention to what he has said, which will be exactly what I'm ordering you to do today, you and your children with all your heart and all your being. At that point, Adonai, your God, will reverse your exile and show you mercy. He will return and gather you from all the peoples to which Adonai, your God, scatters you. If one of yours was scattered to the far end of the sky, Adonai, your God, will gather you even from there. He will go there and get you. Adonai, your God, will bring you back into the land your ancestors possessed, and you will possess it. He will make you prosper there, and you will become even more numerous than your ancestors. Then Adonai, your God, will circumcise your hearts and the hearts of your children, so that you will love Adonai, your God, with all your heart and all your being. And thus, you will live. Adonai, your God, will put all these curses on your enemies, on those who hated and persecuted you. But you will return and pay attention to what Adonai says and obey all his misfits I'm giving you today. Then Adonai, your God, will give you more than enough in everything you set out to do. The fruit of your body, the fruit of your livestock, and the fruit of your land will all do well. For Adonai will once again rejoice to see you do well, 
just to see rejoiced in your ancestors. However, all this will happen only if you pay attention to what Adonai, your God, says. So that you obey his mitzvah and regulations, which are written in this book of the Torah. If you turn to Adonai, your God, with all your heart and all your being, for this mitzvah, which I'm giving you today, is not too hard for you. It is not beyond your reach. It isn't in the sky, so that you need to ask, who will go up into the sky for us, bring it to us and make us hear it, so that we can obey it. Likewise, it isn't beyond the sea, so that you need to ask, who will cross the sea for us, bring it to us and make us hear it, so that we can obey it. On the contrary, the word is very close to you, in your mouth, even in your heart. Therefore, you can do it. Look, I am presenting you today with, on the one hand, life and good, on the other, death and evil. And that I am ordering you today to love Adonai, your God, to follow his ways and to obey his mitzvah regulations and rulings. For if you do, you will live and increase your number. And Adonai, your God, will bless you in the land you are entering in order to take possession of it. But if your heart turns away, if you refuse to listen, if you are drawn away to prostrate yourselves before other gods and serve them, I am announcing to you today that you will certainly perish. You will not live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. I call on heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have presented you with life and death, the blessing and the curse. Therefore, choose life so that you will live, you and your descendants. Loving Adonai, your God, paying attention to what he says and clinging to him. For this, for that is the purpose of your life. On this depends the length of time you will live in the land Adonai swore he would give to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Then we have Isaiah 61, 1. The spirit of Adonai Elohim is upon me, because Adonai has anointed me to announce good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom to the captives, to let out into light those bound in the dark, to proclaim the year of the favor of Adonai and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn. Yes, provide for those in Zion who mourn, giving them garlands instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, a cloak of praise instead of a heavy spirit, so that they will be called oaks of righteousness planted by Adonai in which he takes pride. They will rebuild the ancient ruins, restore sites long destroyed. They will renew the ruined cities destroyed many generations ago. Strangers will stand and feed your flocks. 
foreigners plow your land and tend your vines. But you will be called Cohen of Adonai, spoken of as ministers to our God. You will feed on the wealth of nations and reveal and revel in their riches. Because of your shame, which was doubled, and because they cried they deserved disgrace. Therefore, in their land, what they own will be doubled, and joy forever will be theirs. For I, Adonai, love justice. I hate robbery for burnt offerings. So I will be faithful to reward them and make an eternal covenant with them. Their descendants will be known among the nations, their offspring among the peoples. All who see them will acknowledge that they are the seed Adonai has blessed. I am so joyful in Adonai, my soul rejoices in my God. For he has clothed me in salvation, dressed me with a robe of triumph, like a bridegroom wearing a festive turban, like a bride adorned with her jewels. For just as the earth brings forth its plants, or a garden makes its plants spring up, so Adonai God will cause victory and glory to spring up before all nations. For Zion's sake I will not be silent. For Jerusalem's sake I will not rest until her vindication shines out brightly and her salvation like a blazing torch. The nations will see your vindication and all kings your glory. Then you will be called by a new name which Adonai himself will pronounce. You will be a glorious crown in the land of Adonai, a royal diadem held by your God. You will no longer be spoken of as abandoned or your land be spoken of as desolate. Rather, you will be called, My delight is in her, and your land married. For Adonai delights in you, and your land will be married. As a young man marries a young woman, your sons will marry you. As a bridegroom rejoices over the bride, your God will rejoice over you. I have posted watchmen on your walls, Jerusalem. They will never fall silent, neither by day or by night. You who call on Adonai give yourself no rest, and give him no rest till he restores Jerusalem and makes it a praise on earth. Adonai has sworn by his right hand and by his mighty arm, never again will I give your grain to the enemies as food, nor will strangers drink your wine, for which you work so hard. But those who harvest the grain will eat it with praises to Adonai. Those who gathered the wine will drink it in the courtyards of my sanctuary. Go on, though. Go on through. Go on through the gates. Clear the way for the people. Build up a highway. Build it up. Clear away the stones. Raise a banner for the peoples. Adonai has proclaimed to the end of the earth. Say to the daughter of Zion, Here, your salvation is coming. Here is reward. His reward is with him. 
and his recompenses before him. They will call him, they will call them the holy people, the redeemed of Adonai. You will be called sought after, city no longer abandoned. Who is this coming from Edom, from Batra, with clothing stained crimson, so magnificently dressed, so stately in his great strength? It is I who speak victoriously, I well able to save. Why is your apparel red, your clothes like someone treading a winepress? I have trodden the winepress alone from the peoples, not one was with me. So I trod them in my anger, trampled them in my fury, so their lifeblood spurted out on my clothing, and I have stained all my garments for the day of vengeance that was in my heart, and my year of redemption has come. I looked, but there was no one to help, and I was appalled that no one upheld me. Therefore, my own arm brought me salvation, and my own fury upheld me. In my anger, I trod down the peoples, made them drunk with my fury, then poured out their lifeblood on the earth. I will recall the grace of Adonai and the praises of Adonai because of all that Adonai has granted us and his great goodness toward the house of Israel, which he bestowed on them in keeping with his mercy, in keeping with the greatness of his grace. For he said, They are indeed my people, children, who are not disloyal. So he became their savior. In all their troubles he was troubled. Then the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and pity, he redeemed them. Then we have 1 John 5, 1 to 21. I will continue with that. 1 John 5. Everyone who believes that Yeshua is the Messiah has God as his Father. And everyone who loves the Father loves his offspring too. Here is how we know that we love God's children when we love God. We also do what he commands. For loving God means obeying his commands. Moreover, his commands are not burdensome because everything which has God as its Father overcomes the world. And this is what victoriously overcomes the world, our trust. Who does overcome the world if not the person who believes that Yeshua is the Son of God? He is the one who came by means of water and blood. Yeshua, the Messiah, not with water only, but with the water and the blood, and the Spirit bears witness, because the Spirit is the truth. There are three witnesses, the Spirit, 
the water, and the blood. And these three are in agreement. If we accept human witness, God's witness is stronger because it is the witness which God has given about his Son. Those who keep trusting in the Son of God have this witness in them. Those who do not keep trusting God have made him out to be a liar because they have not trusted in the witness which God has given about his Son. And this is the witness. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Those who have the Son have the life. Those who do not have the Son of God do not have the life. I have written you these things so that you may know that you have eternal life. You who keep trusting in the person and power of the Son of God. This is the confidence we have in his presence. If we ask anything that accords with his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, then we know that we have what we have asked from him. If anyone sees his brother committing a sin that does not lead to death, he will ask, and God will give him life for those whose sinning does not lead to death. There is sin that does lead to death. I'm not saying he should pray about that. All wrongdoing is sin, but there is sin that does not lead to death. We know that everyone who has God as his father does not go on sinning. On the contrary, the son born of God protects him, and the evil one does not touch him. We know that we are from God and that the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us discernment so that we may know who is genuine. Moreover, we are united with the one who is genuine, united with the Son, Yeshua, the Messiah. He is the genuine God and eternal life. Children, guard yourself against false gods. And then we have 1 Timothy 6, 1 through 21. I will read that 1 Timothy 6, 1 through 21. Those who are under the yoke of slavery should regard their masters as worthy of full respect, so that the name of God and the teaching will not be brought into disrepute. And those who have believing masters are not to show them less respect on the ground that they are brothers. On the contrary, they should serve all the more diligently since those benefiting from their service are believers whom they love. Teach and exhort people about these things. If anyone teaches differently and does not agree to the sound precepts of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah and to the doctrine that is in keeping with goodliness, He is swollen with conceit and understands nothing. 
Instead, he has a morbid desire for controversies and word battles, out of which come jealousy, dissension, insults, evil suspicions, and constant wrangling among people whose minds no longer function properly and who have been deprived of the truth so that they imagine that religion is a road to riches. Now, true religion does bring great riches, but only to those who are content with what they have. For we have brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of it. So if we have food and clothing, we will be satisfied with these. Furthermore, those whose goal is to be rich fall into temptation. They get trapped in many foolish and hurtful ambitions which plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all evils. Because of this craving, some people have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves to the heart with many pains. But you, as a man of God, flee from these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faithfulness, love, steadfast, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you testified so well to all things and before the Messiah Yeshua who in his witness of Pontius Pilate gave the same good testimony to obey your commission spotlessly and irreproachably until the Lord Yeshua the Messiah appears his appearing will be brought about in his own time by the blessed and sole sovereign who is king of kings and lord of lords who alone is immortal who dwells in unapproachable light that no human being has ever seen or can see to him the honor and eternal power amen As for those who do have riches in this present world, charge them not to be proud and not to let their hopes rest on uncertainties of riches, but to rest their hopes on God, who richly provides with us all things for our enjoyment. Charge them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, to be generous and ready to share. In this way, they will treasure up for themselves a good foundation for the future so that they may lay hold of the real life. Oh, Timothy, keep safe what has been entrusted to you. Turn away from the ungodly babblings and the argumentative opposition to what is falsely called knowledge. For many who promise this knowledge have missed the mark. As far as the faith is concerned, as far as the faith is concerned, grace be with you. Thank you, Father God, for a great parashah. We could just go on for much longer reading your wonderful word. Thank you for pointing out what's important today and what was important yesterday. Yes, we know that... uh, the root of evil is definitely the desire of riches. 
Father God, we, I thank you immensely for giving us the ability to be satisfied with what you've given us. Father God, we humble ourselves before you in the name of Yeshua, our Messiah, and we surrender our side that may want to go astray. We surrender that side to you, Lord, and we ask that you would help us to stay strong and help us to obey. Help us to follow your direction, Lord. Help us to be devoted to you. Amen. Amen.